Good evening, it's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub, and you are listening to it here, delivered to Pharmacy Podcast Nation, over the Pharmacy Podcast Network, delivering content, education, information about advancing the pharmacy profession for close to, or maybe even over, 12 years. I want to welcome you to this conversation. Something very interesting, and you got you to give credit where credit is due. Um, I want to say thank you to a healthcare provider. Her name is Sharon Weber. Sharon works for Syosset Northwell Health, and is part of a very large hospital unit. And she works in the bariatric surgery area and weight loss department. And I am overweight, and I am considering bariatric surgery. Uh, and I have been uh, since December when I started to go on a very, very strict uh, plan to lose weight uh, to get myself to the point that I would even be a candidate and not a high risk to even get on a table. And I still didn't know if I was going to do it, but I said if I think about doing the next five months with the plan that they laid out and follow it, let me see on May 20th, that was the date that we set, let's see if I was in better condition at that point, and then let me make the decision on whether I need it or whether I don't. And I had lost uh, about 50 pounds up until this COVID-19 scenario. So there, today was my call with them because I can't go to see them, get weighed in or anything else. It's just as well because I know I've gained weight. You know when you gain weight. When you graze in your house all day by the refrigerator, you know you're not losing weight. So we discussed that. And I have to tell you, the, the compa- compassion, the empathy, the understanding of Sharon Weber was an extraordinary conversation. She made me feel that there is a path, there is a hope that we can turn this around and work together. It was always says, listen, this is what we'd like to do together. We're here to support this. We're here to support that. But really, we need you to really kind of feel that this is something you want to do. It was a very engaging encounter. And I said to her, I told her some of the things we do. And I said, I, I teach a master class. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with our students of pharmacy. And it's about patient engagement. And I said, as far as I'm concerned, you you just blew me away. You're, you, I, I, I can't even have you on my healthcare team because you're better than I am in the things that I think I'm pretty good at, which is consultation. She was wonderful. So I asked her for her, the name of our supervisor and, uh, and you know, to send a, a thank you note uh, so that people know that they're appreciated. And people know that when you do something bad, you know, people are going to hear about it. But if you do something good, they need to know about it too. So I want to read what I sent uh, to her when she gave me the name that went to her supervisor. And and I started by saying a diamond in the rough. Her name, her supervisor's name was Pamela. It says, what I'm about to say to you, you already know. Sharon Weber, Weber is an extraordinary healthcare professional who provides compassion and empathy along with her superior clinical expertise and patient engagement skills. Having said that, I must respectfully request that she immediately be removed from my case management because I simply cannot have someone who delivers patient outcomes and encounters better than I do. Left LMAO, left my you-know-what off. I've spent the last five years mentoring PharmD students and licensed pharmacists on how to conduct meaningful consultations for Medicare patients with chronic disease states so that we can keep those high-risk individuals alive. I do a master class on patient engagement 
every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. And Sharon is welcome anytime as an expert speaker. In fact, she can actually lead this class as I learned a lot just by listening to her today. Healthcare before COVID-19 was challenging, to say the least, but now it is at a level of disruption that none of us have ever seen in our lives. The conversation that I had with Sharon today may have actually saved my life because I really am struggling right now. No need to put me on a suicide watch, please. I'm fine. But the options and support I received from Sharon today truly gave me hope that together, and that's the key point, I now see a path to follow. Sharon is a diamond in the rough, and I am looking north. So if you know the Northwell Health, that's their tagline. I figured I'd throw that in. Looking north by requesting that you bring this recognition for an outstanding member of your team to the highest level in the hospital system. I need them to hear what a patient who has eight Northwell providers and over a dozen support staff working on his care team, how he feels about the very best provider that I have ever met. Thank you in advance, Ken Sternfeld. You need to say thank you. You need to show appreciation. And she's under tremendous stress now. We joked. We told We told jokes together. We understood. She knows I'm a pharmacist. She knows the challenges that we go through. We told her what we're doing. It was an engaging dialogue. She connected with me. She connected with me on the phone through a telehealth conversation. I didn't see her in person. I saw her. I felt her love and affection for her passion, for the, for the career that she has. And I felt her desire to help me. Well, today I want to call out another woman and another man for our XVIP, Sophia Lynn and Jason Cavallino, today conducted eight encounters just like this, where they connected with the patient to tell them that they care on behalf of Michael Goodman through the collaborative arrangement that we have with them, through connecting with them through telehealth. We're able to deliver care, compassion, and empathy, and talk about medication management issues, and talk about remote patient monitoring, and talk about chronic care management, and talk about advanced care planning, and to make them feel that someone cares about them. So I take my hat off to Sophia Lynn, a woman who took three separate happies with us. She was nuts, or she was the smartest one ever. She couldn't get enough of our XVIP. She wanted the Appy, was our AMP care, where she was in the office of Dr. Michael Goodman, Dr. Adam Cohn, did house calls with Dr. Cohn, asked for more, wanted to go deeper, wanted to learn more. We gave her that opportunity. And then she came back for a pharmacogenomic special elective because she saw that tool as being so critical to medication management. She wanted more. She stepped up to dive deeper. She was a scuba diver, not a snorkeler. She wanted to dive deep into PGX testing. And then she says, I'd like to do more. I said, Sophia, it's great. You're a wonderful student and I really enjoy working with you, but we have no other app. We have no other, that's all we teach. She says, no, I want more. I want to learn more about the RxVIP model. 
I want to be here in my career to help this company grow. Whoa. So we created for Sophia, the first in the history of the pharmacy profession, the first mapping, a more advanced professional practice experience. And she was the first person to take it. And I got to tell you, I learned more from her than she learned from me during that encounter, that consultation during that six weeks. She graduated. She got licensed. She's working for CVS on the front lines. In her first year, she was promoted uh, to not only the, uh, a manager in one store, but stepping up to be put in a manager in a second store. Is it hard? Yeah. Is she, is she just killing herself by taking extra shifts? Yeah. But on her day off today, she impacted patient lives. She saved patient lives by doing what she did. In addition, Jason Cavallino, the person I literally pulled out of a drive through window at Walgreens on Route 110 in Deer Park on a Sunday afternoon, because I knew Jason, but I didn't know Jason. I knew Jason because when he was with CVS before he went to Walgreens, he was a manager all the way out on the South Fork. And the only time we got together was on the big regional meetings. And he'd be there and I'd see him very bright, very engaging, wonderful personality, love sitting with him at the table. But we never really worked together. But when RxVIP was evolving, I said, this is the guy. This is the guy that I want to work with. And I made a commitment. I said to him, I said, you give me a little bit of time to kind of show you what we're doing. And you can help me run this thing. And he did. And extremely bright and brilliant clinical mind. We taught about engagement. We taught about business. We taught about how he and I could grow together as the yin and the yang. And he did something extraordinary. He saw the growth by bringing in Crystal Cruz. Crystal was his intern when he was out on the South Fork. Crystal then got her license and became a pharmacy manager and moved back to the Bronx and took a job as a supervisor. So advanced on the business side of CVS to manage the largest, busiest district in New York City. But then she reached a point that she says, this list, I've accomplished my career goals, but this isn't enough. She wanted more. She was the Sophia Lynn of the professional side, the licensed side. She wanted more. So Jason, and Jason loves social media, he's all over it. And when he tells, he connects with her, what are you doing? Well, I'm leaving CVS in two weeks, whatever. And by the way, she left on her own without a job. Kind of crazy, but that's Crystal. And she left and she tells Jason, Jason, oh, you got to come in. We, we actually had an office in Healthbridge in Great Neck where we were there seven days a week. Had our own office to deliver medication management and chronic care management. So we had the offices come in and meet Ken. He's the founder of the company. And I think it was in like June or July. You know, it was before the summer. No, definitely not July. Definitely sometime in June, maybe even late May. I don't remember. And she came in and I started talking to her in a very short period of time. You could see, you could see the business skills. You could see the engagement. You could see the passion she had for the industry. But you could also see the thirst for more. She needed more. She wanted more. And I asked her what she was going to do now that she didn't have a job. And she says, well, I'm just going to look around, you know, about see what's out there. Look at my options. You know, there wasn't a financial issue. I mean, she she did it at a time when she could afford 
to take the time to look for another career path. And, and kudos to her for doing that. Not everybody has that, that foresight and that ability to do that. And I said to her, and I looked her right in the face. She didn't know me now more than, I don't know, 45 minutes. I said to her, Crystal, if you give me the next two months, I'll make you a friggin' superstar. And she looked at me like, whoa. I said, just take it. And I'm not saying you don't, don't work every day, but give me your, open your mind to a paradigm shift of the way pharmacy can be delivered through collaboration with the physician. You bring a tremendous amount of knowledge from traditional chain store retail. You understand how that works. That's not how we work. Most of the things they focus on are the things we are absolutely diametrically opposite to. Metrics, numbers, measurements to that degree. We measure our results at RxVIP, but not with a not with a, a, a stick on the head to get the culture of the company to be as bad as it is. And again, not to say anything bad about what they do. They are what they are. They do what they do. Let it be. Beatles song, let it be. Actually, Mel Brooks used to say, Loves and game. Let them go. Let them be. Let them be. Nobody's going to change that monster, except when another monster comes in, like Amazon, and kicks the crap out of them. We'll see. Film at 11. So I said to Crystal, give me that time. Let learn. Just, just be a sponge. And she did. And she has. And she continues to learn. And she's an extraordinary, with Jason, team that has put this company on the map. And now I start doing podcasts, and I don't know how to spell podcast a couple of years ago, thanks to Todd Yuri. He gets me to talk. Next thing you know, people are seeing about talking about this RxVIP. They, they, well, who are these guys? What are they doing? Well, what we're doing is advancing the role of the pharmacist in healthcare by having them collaborate with physicians at the point of care. That's it. That's the, you'll pardon the expression, that's the Donald Trump elevator pitch. You don't need elevator pitches anymore. We're not selling anything. We're offering value-based services to a physician with no out-of-pocket expense in their office, taking the workload off them and increasing their reimbursement. Unless you go in there with an attitude or unless you go in there with some, and you smell, or unless you go in there and you call the doctor a jerk or, or, or make a snide remark to the secretary, there's no way they don't want you. And we built it very organically. There was no funding. This was Ken Sternfeld. So we sat at Panera Bread, the world headquarters. Jason, Crystal, and I, we built it, and we grew it, and we made mistakes, and we learned from them. Spent three months with a company building a chronic care management technology. We spent time. We learned. We worked in pharmacogenetics, in long-term care. We tried. We learned. We listened. And you know what? We built something that's solid. We fixed the, the, the problems. We fixed the issues. And then, and then, after that grassroots initiative last year, because of the podcast thing, someone calls me, Pete Bechtel. He says, I'd like to meet you. I'd like to come up from Atlanta. I don't want to say anything bad about Atlanta right now, but is she is that town crazy for doing what they're doing Friday, opening up bowling alleys and whatever? Anyway, I digress. That's a crazy, that's crazy. That's just crazy. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're not if you're just stupid and you're wrong. That's stupid. That's just stupid. You know, it's like Forrest Gump. Stupid is what stupid does. That's stupid to do what they're doing. I digress. Where was I? 
I don't even know where I was. I lost my train of thought. That happens a lot. It's a senior moment. Where was I? Hello, can somebody tell me where I was? I was talking about um, Peter Bechtel. And he, for, because of podcasting. So he says, I'd like to meet you. I said, okay, well, meet me a Panera Bread. That's what I said 150 times a year. Meet me a Panera Bread. Meet me a Panera Bread. And we decided that the ability to put a pharmacist in the practices that he was already doing business with, with annual wellness visits, had an incredible technology in an iPad that did risk assessments and gathered 250 data points when you'd ask questions to a patient that Medicare would pay the physician to do. But the problem was if you give it to Susie Q at the front desk, she's too busy and she doesn't even hand out the iPad. He says, what about putting a pharmacist in there? I said, what about it? Let's do it, baby. And that's what we did. And for the whole year, we worked on the integration of technology to people. We're the people piece. He's the technology piece. It was like peanut butter and jelly. Worked like a charm. And now, all of a sudden, we have a solution that everybody kind of wants to play in our sandbox. Everybody wants to get involved. And we love it. And we are now partnering up and doing additional affiliate relationships and additional ways to grow our business. And it's just been wonderful. It really is. Why is it wonderful? Because we're doing something that's good. We're saving lives. And we're doing it to advance the profession of pharmacy by giving pharmacists an opportunity to practice at the height of their diploma, not their license, because we dispense no medication. And think about the all the 2020 graduates who aren't going to get licensed maybe from four to six weeks, a month, excuse me, four to six months because the State Board of Pharmacy issues with COVID and graduations delayed because you can't get their happies done. Horrible situation for people who put six years and hundred plus two hundred thousand dollars worth of student debt. They can't get a job. We're giving them a job. May twentieth. May twentieth. We're launching a stand up to COVID initiative over Newswire. We're gonna have a virtual event. It's gonna be the marriage of the century. Century. Something old. That's us. The culture of being doc. Culture of being just a pharmacist who cares. Doesn't dispense any medication. All they do is consultation to something new the next generation of PharmD providers. These are the bright, articulate, clinically experts in everything that there is to know about medication management and disease states because they just are oozing with that knowledge coming out of school. May 20th, save the date. I'm not sending it in the mail because I don't even think I want to touch mail from my post office guy anymore. Save the date. You'll hear it talked about on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You'll hear it promoted on Newswire with pop press releases and public relations. You will hear it. And if you don't show up, don't blame us. We're inspiring. We're hiring at a time when there is a freeze on hiring and a compression in pricing. We will give you something that no one else will give you, the opportunity to practice at the height of your diploma. So good evening. This is Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub saying to all of the first responders in the pharmacy industry, thank you for your service, to say to all of the new militia who is entering our profession in 2020 as PharmDs, you will eternally be known as not the class who is measured by the percentage of residency matches. You will be uh, measured by the fact that you are the most resilient class of PharmD graduates to ever enter our profession. And we owe you a measure of gratitude. And as RxVIP's founder and the person who is going to continue to educate 
and inspire those those students because they keep me young, I thank you. Ken Starkfeld, have a wonderful evening.